As men, when we age, we start to feel tired and weak and grumpy and gripped by disease. Now, early people believed that this was all a part of aging, but now we know this is a condition called menopause or late onset hypogonadism or Adam. So today in studio we have Dr. Ranjit Ramasamy, who is the director of male reproductive medicine and surgery at the University of Miami, to tell us more about menopause. Men's Clinic is a focused podcast on health of men and bringing a change through practical knowledge in physical, mental, social and spiritual health. As men, we are born with certain habits and attitudes which need to change if we want to live better and healthier. So here we are to help each other do just that. So friends, let's begin this podcast with some very important questions. Do you feel a decrease in libido? Do you have a lack of energy? Do you feel that you have decrease in strength or endurance? Have you lost height? Have you noticed a decreased enjoyment in life? Are you sad or grumpy? Are your erections less strong? Now, these are the major questions. And then let me ask you some minor questions as well. Have you noticed a recent deterioration in your ability to play sports? Are you falling asleep after dinner? And has there been a recent deterioration in your work performance? If your answer to my first seven questions was a yes, or if your answer is yes to more than three questions that I just asked, then you may be suffering from something that we call as low testosterone. In 2000, the population of men above the age of 65 years was about 520 million. And by 2050, it's expected to triple and exceed 1.5 billion men. And it is estimated that about 5% of these men will develop symptoms associated with late-onset hypogonadism. And research finds that even relatively younger men in 30s and 40s can fall prey to late-onset hypogonadism. Luckily, this menopause is a problem with a solution. And so here we are talking to Dr. Ranjit about how to deal with it. So Dr. Ranjit, welcome to the show. My first question to you is if menopause or late-onset hypogonadism is actually a real thing. Let me first introduce myself. I'm uh, Randit Ramasamy. I'm the Director of Reproductive Urology at the University of Miami. Um, and I specialize, I'm a urologist uh, specializing in uh, men's health and andrology. I uh, have special expertise in penile implants, vas reversals, uh, as well as treating men with infertility with sperm retrieval. And today we're going to talk about testosterone deficiency or Adam or menopause and, and if it's true or not. So um, several studies have actually showed that testosterone levels decline with age and, and, and testosterone deficiency or menopause has often been associated with several other diseases of aging like cataracts and hypertension and diabetes. Um, but actually we are finding um, the, the contrary is true. I don't think testosterone deficiency or menopause happens in, in, in only in older men. We're actually seeing um, it happen even in younger men. In fact, we published a recent study uh, where we looked at testosterone levels among adolescents and young adults. So these are uh, people between 18 years old and 
40 years old, and uh, we saw that the testosterone levels, normal testosterone levels on a cross-sectional population in the United States have actually uh, declined since 1995 to now 2015. And we saw that in one association uh, was obesity. So obesity has become a lot more prevalent now. It's not just in, in, in middle-aged adults, but it's certainly happening in younger adults and, and kids and adolescents as well. And we saw as kids and adolescents and young adults have become more obese, the population has become more obese, we see testosterone levels have declined. And, and is it going to continue to decline? I mean, if we continue to remain obese and as a population, obesity increases in prevalence, I'm certain that testosterone levels are going to decline. So I think it's important to understand testosterone deficiency or low testosterone is probably a, uh, a, a problem that we, deal, we need to deal with across the whole lifespan rather than just looking at it uh, from a perspective of an older man where he comes into you because of testosterone decline. And so I think, I think this whole concept of menopause used to exist, but I think more and more uh, newer studies are coming out saying that this is not just a problem of the elderly, uh, but certainly can happen in young men and in adolescents as well. So since late onset hypogonadism or low testosterone, a menopause is a real thing. Can you throw some light on why it happens? Good question. So I think, so let's take two men. Okay. So uh, let's take one guy that is healthy, that exercises, that doesn't gain weight um, in his 40s, that, uh, that leads a healthy lifestyle, uh, does not use drugs, no alcohol, no smoking, just leads, leads, leads an ideal lifestyle. Very difficult to do, but that's what he does, and he becomes 70 years old. Another guy at 40 uh, is, is now smoking, uh, drinks alcohol, uh, gains weight, uh, doesn't use, uh, doesn't exercise, leads a very sedentary lifestyle, develops diabetes, hypertension, some coronary artery disease, atherosclerosis along the way and becomes 70. So you've got these two men. And if you truly think that testosterone is going to decline as a function of age, technically, yes, testosterone will decline as a function of age. But I think the chances of the guy that is uh, obese, that is gaining weight, that is not exercising and leading a sedentary lifestyle and has all these comorbidities I think him getting testosterone deficiency and getting into menopause and androgen deficiency is much higher. Whereas the guy that had a healthy lifestyle with, uh, with basically not developing any problems, his testosterone level at 40 could have been like 800 to 1,000, normals less than, uh, greater than 300. And even if that declines, he may get down to 400 to 500, which is still within the normal range at 70, and will likely not develop symptoms of testosterone deficiency. So I think that's the important thing, is that not every guy, just because of a function of aging, is going to develop symptoms of hypogonadism and low testosterone. I think it's the guy that leads uh, an unhealthy lifestyle and starts developing comorbidities are more likely to develop testosterone deficiency and androgen deficiency uh, with aging. So, Dr. Ranjit, how can we detect if we are suffering from menopause already? So, I think the key is uh, one of the first things to do to diagnose uh, menopause or Adam is basically doing a testosterone level check. 
I think you should get your testosterone level checked. And the guidelines now state that you should check it at least twice because of so much variability in testosterone levels. And you should do and try and do it uh, uh, before 10 a.m. in the morning because testosterone levels are the highest at that time. And all of the reference ranges from laboratories were done in young men in the morning. So it's, so it's best to do it at that time so you know when you compare it if you are in the normal or in the abnormal range. And as long as your testosterone level is less than 300 uh, in, in, on two separate occasions done before 10 a.m., at least you have a biochemical evidence of uh, menopause or low testosterone. Now, this needs to be combined with symptoms of hypogonadism or signs of hypogonadism, such as uh, low libido, erectile dysfunction, lack of energy, um, inability to sort of uh, do the things that you normally used to do before um, are all symptoms of hypogonadism or signs of hypogonadism like osteoporosis uh, that can happen in men with low testosterone. So I think you have to put both together. So a biochemical diagnosis of low testosterone and clinical signs and symptoms of, of low testosterone. And I think if you put both these together, you could certainly diagnose uh, Adam or menopause. Wonderful. So in case somebody does have menopause, is there a way to cure it by giving some testosterone? So certainly, I think um, before uh, you jump into giving testosterone therapy, I think it's important to figure out why someone has low testosterone. Um, if they could, you want to make sure you rule out the underlying etiologies of very low testosterone. Uh, things like pituitary tumors, uh, testicular tumors, uh, markers of uh, obesity, uh, diabetes, uh, and you want to diagnose underlying problems. Because men often don't go to doctors. And very few things take men to doctors, of which erectile dysfunction, libido, uh, lack of energy, are all very common reasons why men go to doctors. Men don't go to doctors to go get their cholesterols checked. And so I think this is, this is an opportunity for doctors to actually diagnose other medical conditions that could lead to low testosterone. And as long as all of those conditions are ruled out and you don't really find out any reversible causes of low testosterone, I think discussing testosterone therapy in these men is probably a reasonable option. So doctor, could you elaborate further on testosterone? Because I see a lot of people seem to be abusing it as well. Testosterone uh, therapy comes in actually several forms. they used to not exist uh, in oral tablet form um, until a few months ago where it was, a, it is now approved in the United States. I don't know if it's widely available. It's called Jitenzo or testosterone undecanoate. The reason the pill form was not available for testosterone therapy is because testosterone, when sold in pills, uh, can actually get absorbed by the liver and lead to liver failure. So majority of the testosterone has to be given either with injections, either subcutaneously or intramuscularly, or with topical gels. Uh, where you apply it uh, once a day or even twice a day sometimes, or patches which you put on uh, every 24 to 48 hours. Uh, so these are all the treatments that men can expect when they discuss testosterone therapy. Uh, but certainly uh, there are risks and benefits to all of these therapies, right? So if it's an injection, you have to use it either uh, once a week or once every other week. If it's a gel, you have to put it on yourself once a day or twice a day. And if it's a patch, you have to remove it and take it on and off every two days. So different men like different things. And I think it's certainly a good idea to discuss with the doctor about what the different options are, 
what's available, what the costs involved are, what the patients can afford, uh, and then uh, and then decide on what the best uh, treatment modality is. So that's about the treatment. But is there something better that we can do? Is there a way you feel in which we can prevent late onset hypogonadism? If you, uh, if you try everything in your best interest to um, not gain weight, uh, to not uh, drink excessive amounts of alcohol, uh, to not try and develop, don't develop comorbidities, you know, diabetes, hypertension, uh, obesity. I think they're all associated with low testosterone and potential to develop Adam. And so I think it's important for, for men to realize that there are some preventable causes and that's, that's a lot of things are not preventable, but at least the ones that are preventable, if you exercise, if you eat well, and, and, and if you don't gain weight and you don't develop any of those comorbidities that you can avoid, I think the chances of you developing low testosterone or Adam are very low. So Dr. Ranjit, our listeners are always interested to know how doctors themselves take care of their health. So can you throw some light on how you are taking care of yourself as a man? So I wake up at 5 o'clock and go to the gym at 5.30 and I'm there at least for about 45 minutes. 50-50, 50% I'm doing cardio with, with exercise, uh, with either running in the treadmill or stairs or elliptical and the remaining 50% uh, of the time trying to lift weights. Uh, so about 45 minutes, three to four times a week. Um, and then that's it. And then I go to work. And then in terms of eating, I watch what I eat. If I have a heavy dinner, then I go on to eat a light lunch. If I have a heavy lunch, I go on to eat a light dinner. You've got to balance yourself, right? I mean, if you overdo it, uh, then, then, then it will show off. If you underdo it, it will also show off, right? You, you, you've got to eat well. You've got to eat healthy. Um, and you I always have to be constantly thinking about what you put inside because what you put inside is an, a direct reflection of what your uh, blood parameters are going to be, what your testosterone level is going to be, what your lipids are going to be, what your blood pressure is going to be. And so I think it's very important that men develop this habit, not when they become 40s and 50s, but really in their 20 to, 20s to 30s where they can set the protoplasm for the rest of their life. Thank you so much, Dr. Ranjit, for being there on the show and enlightening us about late-onset hypogonadism or menopause. So guys, today we learned about menopause, or Adam as we used to call it in the older times. Now this is a real thing, and it's preventable. As we always say in men's clinic, we need to sweat ourselves and eat right, and we need to make an effort towards keeping ourselves aware and be in touch with a healthcare professional for regular screenings and checkups. With that note, here I am signing off, only to be back with another interesting episode on men's health at the Men's Clinic. <laughs>